There's a reason that women live longer, Mark. Let me tell you. It is because we are stronger yeah. and we are happier at the end of the day than most men. And that yeah. is factual and you know it. When men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. Oh, would you look at that. There's no strategy. I have no strategy. Move on. Nothing to see here. I've been around, you know. This is The Brian Suits Show. Let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves here. The rest of that in just a second, AM770 KTTH. That's, that's true. You scream like that, man. I want, I want an exit bag. Back in a second, AM770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. Um, 770KTTH, Brian Suits here. Hey, welcome to your day where you get over it's the week and then the thing. And I, I just refuse to say uh, the nickname for Wednesday. I refuse. But, uh, yeah, King County banning your fireworks. Juanita High School kid is looking at felonies. We'll get to all of that. And, you know, the, the last hour, by the way, you can uh, text uh, Suits, S-U-I-T-S. What a great hour that was. It was uh, the Hall of Fame, the Radio Hall of Fame, the real one, the Broadcasting Hall of Fame, not the stupid one that you, you pay to, to get in. They called and said, give us that hour immediately. So I guess it's up, right? So, <clears throat> um, and I'm dropping the news of, of this phenomenal there's a certain regionally based airline that's flying out of West Coast uh, airports to Hawaii, uh, Kauai and Maui in September and November because they're going to be begging for people to fly then. But right now, until midnight tomorrow night, there's this phenomenal sale. And so I gave the details last hour. I'm, I'm not I'm not their their leg humper. So I go, I go, the first person I see when I walk out the studio, I said, hey, do you ever go to Hawaii? Do you do, you do the Hawaii? And he goes, what, what's the context? And I show him. And I said, you know, here's the thing. If you can fly Monday through Thursday, September blank to November you know, 16th, it's 99 bucks one way. Uh, and then, you know, by October, November, uh, hotels in Hawaii are going to be begging you to, to come there. But here's the deal. I, I didn't get the this. reaction. You didn't get the reaction. You you know, I would at the, at the minimum. It's just, a, you know, it's just as quick aside. Hey, here's a tip. Check this out. I got kind of a yeah, you're interrupting me for 30 seconds. It's like, well, sorry. These deals, though, I apologize. This airline is giving preferential treatment to Californians, Brian. No, SeaTac and PDX also not as cheap. I'm seeing, because I spent the whole last hour zoning out. Uh, anyone who listened to the last hour can tell what I was doing. I was I was uh, perusing these deals. San Francisco to Maui, 99. San Diego, 99. San Jose, 129. It starts to go up when they go farther north for the deals. So Almost it's a little if, more pricey coming out of Seattle. But those are still eye-popping deals. Yes, they are. Um, That's true. You know, so... Anyway, I just apologize uh, in advance to anyone I inconvenience. It don't with conversate with people in money the saving room. tips. <laughs> you know that's that's uh, that's what I do. And there, um, and speaking of that, by the way, uh, there are certain companies that are positively giving stuff away right now. Like, uh, what are other companies that are positively doing this? Well, the here here's let me tell you about the supply chain, Greg. And by the way, this is completely separate conversation. I, I should just point out. Um, the, the one guy I always talk to, you know, every day is Cairo's Chris Sullivan. We're playing Sully. chicken right now. 
You're playing chicken? We're coming up on the end of two weeks, every day wearing shorts. We just want to see who will break first. Oh, man. You didn't even wait till temperatures broke 70 degrees around here I to bust care. out those pasty white legs. Um, yeah, by the way, rolling blackouts throughout the Midwest where they don't have hydropower. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, get to that. Well, you know, remember last week we were hearing that Target was saying, please come take our stuff. We have too much stuff. It's the stuff that we thought people would still want. They don't want it. Come take it. It's cheap. Come take it and get it the hell out of here. Well, try Walmart and Macy's as well. And now I, I'm not saying that we all need a life supply of gym pants, of sweatpants right now, gym pants. Um, I'm just saying, uh, do you, you know, do you know the future? I mean, I do. But do you know the future? Um, you might need sweatpants. Uh, calling all shoppers, big discounts are coming because, because they, they bet maybe on, you know, they, big COVID was telling them, oh yeah, these lockdowns are going to last and people are going to be working at home. Target, Walmart, Macy's announced recently that they're starting to receive large shipments of stuff they don't need anymore, like outdoor furniture, uh, loungewear, electronics, everyone wanted, but couldn't find during the pandemic. So that's what fascinates me is it, when, when we all thought a year and a half ago that we're on Inslee time, we're living in an Inslee world, we're living in Newsom world, living, uh, living in COVID world, in G world, um, and we're all going to be working remotely you know, forever. There, there was a, not, not only a demand for more electronics in general just for spending time at home, but have you seen Facebook as a specific device now, now they're now they're wondering why did we make this, but it's it's like a zoom, it's like a home zoom camera, and and I I know it's not, it's the parent, it's a stupid name for the stupid parent company of the stupid uh, Facebook, but it's a camera that you buy and it automatically logs on you know to Facebook Instant Messenger or whatever or WebEx Zoom any of the you know, stupid uh, group video things. Um, and it follows you around. You can move. It, you can move around your room uh, or your living room as you're on the Zoom meeting. And so in the commercial, it shows this woman and she's doing a, she has a, a dry erase board in the background. And it strikes me that that commercial was probably shot nine months ago when <clears throat> maybe when people would, would actually pay for this product. Mm -hmm. But most people at work now, but so anyway, you know those stores. You know I'm I'm a I'm a solver. I'm not a I don't talk problems. That's not in the seven o'clock hour. That's, that's what we that's do in talk radio. <laughs> yeah, that's the six a.m. hour. No, at seven a.m. I have solutions. And uh, one one solution is you're there's electronics. They're going to be through the roof this fall. There's giving them away right now. Go buy them. Leave them in the Attention box. Shoppers. Attention shoppers. I, I don't even know. I haven't. I have not darkened the doorstep. Of of a, of a big retailer in in a while, I, I cleaned them out of tomato plants and squash a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> but uh, I'll 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 go ch I'll check it out and then I'll report tomorrow during Friday practice. But I I have the I have the feeling that there's a lot of. Um... By the way, it's June. Don't you is don't you want outdoor furniture? Is there a yeah. law against bringing it inside? We just bought a really nice. Uh reclining uh what are they called an outdoor the, reclining thing 
Yeah, the thing that you sunbathe on, those chairs. Oh, a chaise. By swimming pools and stuff. A chaise lounge. We bought one of those for our backyard, but haven't had a lot of time to use it so far with the weather up here. Well, you can catch rain. You can hydrate. (laughs) I can't eat a Speedo, can't you? Yeah, it's already corroding. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, But uh, no, I'll I'll check it out. This This is, you know, if the supply chain is bending you over, maybe today you bend it over. And you say, take that supply chain. That's too graphic for me. I am going to be, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your lawn furniture and I'm going to be the lawn furniture king of Renton or my bucolic uh, South Sound uh, community. But my God. You know where, I'll tell you what, remember the beginning of the Ukraine war, Schwarzenegger gave, he spoke directly to Putin. No, uh, I thought he was talking to the Russian people. Well, and and uh, the Russian people, yeah, and who love him. They love The Rock. They love Steven Seagal, and he loves Chechnya. Um, honorary citizen of Chechnya, uh, and they love Schwarzenegger because they love his story. Sure, they also seem to just have an affinity for people that look like they can rough you yeah, up. Absolutely, it's it's a part of their culture, and 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 you know they're they can forgive the fact that his dad was a Nazi. Um, and you know that Schwarzenegger is so guilty. He has so much dad. Uh, what's it called when the son wants the dad to love him? Uh, uh, daddy issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he has so many because his father never thought he was Arnold's father. He, he, his dad didn't think that he fathered Arnold. He thought that his wife stepped out with the local bodybuilding milkman or something. Plus, his dad was a Nazi in World War II, F- flat out. He was in, he was in the Wehrmacht. He was in the German army and Russia. And uh, Arnold paid a a, a papal, uh, whatchamacallit, he paid the Anti-Defamation League to do a deep dive on his dad's service records. And they certified that, okay, sure, he was in the German army, but he wasn't, and he, and he wasn't that Nazi of a Nazi and all that. So anyway, uh, Schwarzenegger now uh, is doing another one of his fireside chats from behind the the uh, the, the, the kitchen, the big, big giant kitchen island. Did he have the... Shetland pony in the house in this one? I did not see the pony, in this one, but I know of yeah, I which you that. refer to. <laughs> um, every time you say it, I'm going to make that joke. Uh, anyway, here's uh, Schwarzenegger. Let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Okay. The 1,300 missiles that Russia launched into Ukraine cities during the first two months of the war cost 7.7 billion euros. Now, that's a lot. But during that same time, Europe sent to Russia 44 billion euros for fuel. So, of course, the Russians are upset that they're losing all their soldiers and they're losing so many of the equipment and the tanks and the planes and all of this stuff. But they're saying, hey, at least we don't have to pay for this war. The Europeans are sending us the money. They're paying for the war. No matter how you look at it, we have blood on our hands because we are financing the war. We have to stop lying to ourselves right now. We have all the technology we need to leave fossil fuels in the past. Ah. In the end, he always reveals, he always he always makes the leap that that's what it is. He's and, talking to a climate conference in the country of Austria via a video conference call. Ah, uh, so we have all the technology. No, n- no, no, we don't. No, sorry. And the, the irony of a former governor of California, the guy who set up the situation... That, that I fled, where, hey, you see, folks, if the wind blows, and I have to credit Armstrong and Getty for this, if the wind blows too hard, there's no electricity. If the wind doesn't blow, there's no electricity. 
And the short-sighted say, thanks, Gavin, but if you know who set up the the tax credits and all that, it was Schwarzenegger, then the, the idiot after him. Um, and the result is a laboratory of why you don't rely on things that don't generate electricity when the sun goes down or the wind doesn't blow. Anyway, so there, there you go. Uh, you're funding the war. If you don't have a wind turbine in your front yard, you're, you may as well be killing Ukrainian children yourself. Uh, back in a second with Know It All, AM 770 KTTH. Uh, let's get to work with the right-way traffic. I want it all, and I want it now. Know It All, first thing. Hey, it's a chance to win your Wednesday with Know It All, AM 770 KTTH. Brian Suits here with producer Greg. Well, what better way to celebrate your 18th birthday than with a raft of felonies? The King County Prosecutor's Office yesterday filed upgraded charges against a Juanita High School student accused of threatening fellow classmates directly and on social media where he referenced the recent classroom massacre in Uvalde, Texas. That left uh, 19 students and two uh, children dead. Oh, by the way, posted pictures of the shotgun. This is 18-year-old Solomon Levin, uh, charged with two counts of felony harassment in connection with the threats met, uh, made Sunday. Uh, he was turned in by a bunch of classmates and uh, and all of that. He'll be, so I, I think, he's being held in lieu of a $200,000 bond, not, clear if he has posted bond and I, I think he'd have to do 20,000 so the parents would have to refi the house or whatever or say hey, you're 18 you're on your own see you see kids that's the difference between being 18 and being a day before you're 18 is that maybe you can mask a felony uh, a minor uh, felony conviction but uh yeah big boy rules uh, for this guy well, and i think one of the ways you deter future threats like this is you increase the penalties and let wannabe killers or people that might flirt with the notion of joking around about such things <laughs> you tell them we're not messing around like this isn't playtime well okay? and i you know i'd consider king county prosecutor uh, 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 Pierce, so how much anyone consider charging anyone 16 or older as an adult because and they may not know what that means uh, that because again your prefrontal cortex is not working and you know the whole thing um uh, but you do it once and and well I, I was gonna i was gonna conflate two things and throwing car theft but anyway um, you do it once. I, I I think it's an adult crime, and they they have the context more than we do, except that at the age of fifteen and sixteen, you don't really know what death is. Um, so you know they they think it's a joke, and they they grew up playing Call of Duty, and and you kill people to get you know uh, uh, more points and and all that. But anyway, well, welcome to adulthood, uh, Solomon. Best of luck. Arraignment on June twenty seventh. I somehow have a feeling that uh, he'll bond out. And, uh, and by the way, hey, local media, he's 18. You can broadcast his picture. Uh, so there's that uh, thing, too. Second thing. Hey, fun. Welcome to King County. Screw you. Yes, uh, this is uh, for 4th of July. Uh, and this is virtually unenforceable. But the King County Council yesterday decided that uh, it's the death of fun in unincorporated. Sorry, it's already been death of fun in incorporated King County. Now, unincorporated King County, death of fun. 
We have an obligation to provide this. About July, though, 4th of July, at least we know, will look a little different this year in parts of unincorporated King County. For years, it's been a place where people in surrounding cities could go to buy and set off fireworks. But this year, a total ban is going into effect. Talk about culture shock yeah. around there. Tower 7's Gwen Baumgartner joins us now from the King County Administration Building in Seattle. It's where council members just voted in favor of the new changes, Gwen. Oh. That's right. It's the first time that a firework ban has gone into effect for parts of unincorporated King County. And that's the entire point of unincorporated King County, is that you go to your friend's house and you light out fireworks, and, and you're thinking, oh, well, uh, when does the Gestapo kick this in? Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing. It's virtually unenforceable now. It's not like they put on triple shifts on July 4th or something and run around, you know, writing those tickets. But anyway, responds to four times as many calls on the 4th of July. He knows this ban will be an uphill battle. People are going to do what they want to do and some are going to light it off and they're going to face the consequences. The council members say they have heard valid concerns about the ban. The worry around enforcement, the worry around fines and fees, the worry of loss of revenue. And there's a lot of nonprofits that this is their revenue model. Uh, there's there's loads of charities and churches and things like that 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 uh, do the safe and sane firework uh, sales, and this is kind of their their big deal. So surprise. For those still resistant to let this 4th of July staple go, Chief Hicks points to public firework displays, King County Fire Chief Hicks. which are still allowed. For your safety, do us a favor and please leave the fireworks to the professionals. Now, since this is the first year of the ban, King County is going a little bit easier on people. They say that their main priority is to educate people about the new ban. It's not. Wah, wah. So anyway, a law unenforced. So it's it, de facto still legal. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll say this. I, I had a neighbor and this is in to, to be fair. This is across the uh, the Snohomish Curtain. I had a neighbor across the street. They're on lovely Fales Road. Um, you know it if you're if you know the uh, the road. Um, and he had a couple stands, and he would. And what I hated about living there was that he would be like testing the for real fireworks on like June twentieth on. It's like July fourth to July fourth, and and that that annoys the crap out of me. That because uh, on July 4th at, at, at that time, I was drugging up the dogs. They, they weren't real good with them. And so all of a sudden on July 20th, I got a dog running down Fales Road. And I see it like a day and a half later in, in Everett at, at the animal shelter. By the way, folks, chip your dogs. Come on. Um, but she she was on her own for a day and a half. They found her 10 miles away, almost in the city of Snohomish. We would always lock our dog in a closet uh, all day on 4th of July and turn the radio way up. And well, and then I you, you make a complaint and I'm like, hey, this is not a normal. Hey, this might be illegal. Hey, he had an AT4. Hey, he's shooting a javelin anti-tank. No, it's not. It's this is a nuisance. And the other neighbors think that. And they're like join the club get in line there were just there were just too many the worst part for me is uh, we don't have air conditioning we have one window unit but in our bedroom it gets pretty hot so we have the windows open often in the summer and when people are lighting off fireworks two weeks before july 4th and then two to three weeks after middle of the night you hear m80s going off you hear all kinds of fireworks can't get any kind of sleep if i were king for a day 
I would make it legal to set off fireworks in cities on July 4th, but strictly enforce a no fireworks in yeah. any days surrounding yeah. July 4th. Yeah, and uh, by the way, folks, two Benadryl per 50 pounds. And I, that's what I hear. I'm not a veterinarian. Um, I did go to Wazoo. Um, but but uh, I uh, or go to your vet and get the get the sedatives, whatever. But that's the thing is you don't start sedating your dog on June 20th. That's that's what used to anger me. Like how much turkey can we feed these dogs because of the tryptophan and all that. But um, uh, anyway, but but it's still fireworks. Let me start with this. fireworks. They're fun. They're fun on July 4th. They're a bit annoying the day after uh, and the two weeks or three weeks before. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. KTTH, uh, Brian Schitt's here. The president uh, writing a scathing letter to the heads of the seven big uh, oil companies today, um, blaming the, uh, the gas price, which was here in the Seattle area and the Pacific Northwest in general. It was approximately two sixty nine uh, on the day he became president. Uh, pr- the price had gone down, um, had been going down. And uh, even though demand was slightly going up because uh, many, many of us were going back to work. But uh, so anyway, uh, blaming absolutely everything on the uh, going after profits, that uh, that horrible anti-capitalist uh, thing, that, that thing that doesn't uh, doesn't spread freedom for for uh, companies to try to stay in business. But uh, so anyway, writing a letter uh, to the people who he. You know, what's a, what's a word? Demonized? Is that too strong during his election? Especially during the primary. Uh, man, some of those, I got to go back. <clears throat> I'll listen to some of those debates during the Democratic primary. You would you would have thought that the CEOs of oil companies were... Satan incarnate. They, they were beheading babies and turning them upside down and covering themselves in their blood. Um, or or running some pedophile pizzeria in Washington D.C. or something. It, it would to to hear them demonize the most efficient form of energy known to man. Um, you knew you were tuning into the wrong show, so that's why the majority of people who had no chance of voting for anybody on that stage didn't see that. But I mean that that was that was a, a S and M party. That was that that creepy Tom Cruise Stanley Kubrick movie. Um, uh, it was it was just a a cult of of oil haters and and wind turbine worshippers. Um, we are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Yeah. No one's going to build a coal fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry. Yes, that's part of that montage. That's part of that montage. And 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 by the way, uh, th- this at a historic period where th- the exploitation of an american technology called fracking has led to a situation where we we have uh the ability to produce natural gas at such a low level that all these coal-fired plants 10 years ago i think like 50 to 60 percent of electricity was coal-fired plants now natural gas-fired plants have can are converted coal plants and 
they're they're still cheaper. And the and the fact that you wouldn't exploit that. And, and by the way, natural gas, yes, it creates CO two, but far less than coal. And even then, just for some scale here, uh, overwhelmingly in America, there, there's two major grades of coal. There's what's called hard coal, anthracite coal, and America is sitting on it. It's yes, it's in the Cascades. Um, but Pennsylvania, West Virginia, they 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 mine a coal that burns more efficiently than the softer coal that they burn in Europe, in clean, green, polar bear hugging Europe, where they're they're busy. The Germans are busy shutting down their nuclear power plants so that they can buy nuclear electricity from France. And then they're opening up because they want to be energy independent. The most dirty form of of coal you can buy is like one level above peat moss and it's called bituminous coal. And the Germans are opening up those plants. So and, and anyway, the, everything I just told you makes you smarter than anyone who was on any democratic primary stage uh, in, in 2020. So <clears throat> anyway, today he's begging American oil companies to produce more oil. So there's that. And then quietly, secretly behind the scenes, you know, they're saying, well, what a great time to begin forcibly converting people to solar and wind turbine and uh, and, and the whole thing. And then they, they are, you know, there were rumors of it a couple weeks ago. Now they're I think they're making it official in July. He he'll visit Saudi Arabia. He's going to Israel. And hey, as long as he's in the neighborhood, he'll do like a ribbon cutting at the dismemberment center or, or whatever. And, and again, I'm I'm agnostic on Saudi Arabia. I know they're bastards. But they have a couple things going for them. They're not Iran. They need us. Um, and end of the day, they need us more than we need them. Um, and I don't like how they run their internal politics. That being said, say what you will about dismemberment. It, it doesn't <laughs> oh, make anyone a saint. Okay. Um, it, it, uh, uh, after the fact, now you have a president of the United States going there to beg them to make more oil after demonizing uh, them as as a pariah regime um, and the whole thing and and one of the most uh, tectonic foreign policy achievements in the past sixty years was Trump sending his geeky the but wealthy son in law <clears throat> to the Middle East to negotiate the Abraham Accords zero credit because the media didn't cover it the way they should have when. The last prime minister of uh, oh, uh, Netanyahu, mm-hmm. what the prime minister of Israel, Bibi Netanyahu, you know the guy? I do. Tough guy. Really tough guy. Very tough guy. It was a hate boat, not a love boat. Um, he gets on a plane and flies to Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and meets the king of Saudi Arabia. This is, this is the custodian of the two great mosques, the king of Saudi Arabia. The prime minister of Israel goes there. And, you know, it should have been breaking news. It it was stunning. And they normalized relations. And in the meantime, El Al flying to United Arab Emirates, the Israel state airline flying to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Stunning. I mean, absolute stunning. Because they have a common enemy in Iran. And no other president could have done that. I mean, none. No one could have. And there's a lot of reasons for it, but the main thing is it's in everyone's interest. And now you have a president who's a chip off the old Obama block who, by the way, no matter what you think about his name, they hated him in the Muslim world. They hated Barack Obama, 
hated him almost as much as he hates America. Because he was drone happy or what? <laughs> drone happy. Um, and, uh, he, you know, he, 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 he let, uh, the, uh, let's say, um, he let a, a firm belief in human rights uh, a, a bias toward everyone but him uh, affect him. Uh, they, they hated him, hated him. Uh, and Trump, they, they worked with so, they all, the main reason they hated him it was that ridiculous Iran nuclear deal that guaranteed a nuclear bomb armed Iran. And the, the, the Saudis uh, absolutely um, agreed w- with Trump. He brought them together and said, what's your common enemy? Iran. Okay, then why, why, why do you guys hate each other? Uh, and, and they never really did. It was a, almost a commercial thing. But <clears throat> anyway... Um, Here's a Pentagon spokesperson, John Kirby, on uh, Biden's trip to Saudi that. Arabia. Would he be holding official talks with MBS if gas was not at $5 a gallon? The president will, and he said this before, he will meet with leaders across the world if it's in the best interest of the American people, if it's in our national security interest, uh, and he believes this trip in its entirety. All the discussions he's going to be having over the course of those three days uh, absolutely fit that bill. Anybody got a knock? We'll be back right after this. AM 770 KTTH. Uh, a a no hitter last night. Wait till you hear that. And and I've I, I told you yesterday this Axios story about Nancy Pelosi's pack funding far right Republican candidates and primaries all up and down the West Coast so that they lose a general election but they take a Republican constituent out of Congress and her three level chess. Uh, in just a second, a uh, an example of the kind of of commercial that they're playing. Um, wh- what about what about Herrera versus Kent in Cowlitz County? How about that? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, it is AM seven seventy KTTH. Let's get to work with our right way traffic. AM seven seventy KTTH. It's uh. Brian sits here, AM7, I already said that, uh, with uh, producer Greg. And so uh, we'll get to the the death of Internet Explorer today. Yeah, pour one out Rest for IE peace. after 27 years. Um, I'm going to have to check the viability of this, but, but uh, you know, like every WNBA player does the offseason in Russia. Because the, the Russian Women's Basketball League, uh, actually, I'm not sure if it's still like this, but it paid more. And... You know, name the names, Sue Bird and the rest of them. They went there and they took oligarch money um, and, and the whole de- deal. And because I'm I'm seeing a bunch of American media kind of doing the wrong thing and highlighting the fact that the Russians are um, um, extending the detention of the WNBA star Brittany Greitner, who was in Russia making money playing for the Russian oligarchs. And it's is uh, unjust, and uh, you know the whole thing. And and I'm being told on one network that that race has to be a part of it. Oh, really? Maybe her being an American. I don't know. Um, but the last thing you want to do is continue making it a bigger issue than it is because you're giving giving them value. But I haven't seen anybody in that league, and they're currently playing. Uh, right, right now you want leverage. These guys. They they're paid a lot in Russia because they make a lot of money. People pay, unlike here in America, but lots of the thing turns a profit in Russia. By the thing, I mean professional women's basketball. Say right now, say publicly that none of you 
are going to participate in the Russian Professional Women's Basketball League until she's freed. Fine. Because the only reason that it's any good is because of the Americans. And so, you know, you have that leverage. There it is. That's a freebie. There you go. Greiner was arrested on February 17th after Russian officials uh, claimed they found vape cartridges with hashish oil in her luggage at a Moscow airport. With this extension of her detention, she'll be in Russian custody until at least July 2nd. And they, have, by, by the way, in Russia, they have drug laws that they enforce. Um, uh, and was she one of those Americans who goes there and says, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a celebrity basketball player. I can have a, a, a I can vape hash. Um, I don't know. Did they plant it? Probably didn't have to. That that being said, there's not like a, if there's a VIP line, she missed it. And it, it's just really unfortunate. After the U.S. Embassy said, get GTFO Russia um, by, by mid-February, you know, she was still making money, as, as many American WNBA players were. And because, um, so anyway, you know, he invades Ukraine. January 24th, you know, what do you... February 24th. I'm sorry, February 24th. Um, you know, what, what, what? why were you waiting till you know, a week before? But uh, anyway, it's uh, undoubtedly, it's obviously political. There's like, he's holding six other Americans and has been for years. Um, and, and a quick fun fact that, um, you ever seen the movie Lord of War, the Nicolas Cage movie? I know of it, yeah. And it's pretty okay. He sells arms or something to bad people. <laughs> that's, that's, by the way, that's the, 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 the death knell. It's actually pretty good, but I, I say it's pretty okay. But it's based loosely on a Russian who, when the Soviet Union collapsed with the, the Kremlin and the aftermath of the KGB's approval, began um, middlemanning Russian arms all around the world. It's a guy named Victor Boot, B-O-U-T. He's in an American federal prison now. He is a he's a FOV. He's a friend of Vladimir, um, and he's in an American uh, prison. We grabbed him in Thailand, and uh, a couple of years ago, and he's a bad guy. So we we grabbed him, and he sold, he's he's broken arms embargoes left and right uh, with Putin's approval, and Putin doesn't like that the guy's in jail, and Putin has decided, oh okay, uh, let's play this game. So uh, anyway, you're you're just every time you do a story on her, on CNN or whatever, you're you're just you're raising her profile. So just food for thought. It would be a better use of your time to get every single professional female American citizen uh, basketball player to just say I'm not playing for my team anymore in in Russia. But <clears throat> um, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have Internet Explorer on your computer, your computer is approximately from 2003. And you're probably still using Hotmail or AOL for your mail. <laughs> yeah, you may love it, you may loathe it, but Not you're there's probably... anything wrong with that. Yeah, I, Internet Explorer is now dead. They've retired its Internet Explorer web browser as of Wednesday. The ubiquitous blue and white E, sometimes featuring a gold band. Now, what's the new thing? My computer keeps trying to get me to default to it. So I want to take listeners through a brief history of the browsing wars. Do you remember in the late 90s, it was Netscape that ruled the web? Oh, yeah. And then Internet Explorer took that over and had its heyday for about 13 years. And then do you know what came next that was all the rage? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, what's... Firefox. Oh, 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 oh. No, no I mean, what's, what, I, what's then, the current and then, Microsoft? And then browser. Safari competed uh, for a while. That's but, the Apple thing. But it's specifically for Apple users, right? 
and then Chrome, and now Chrome has been ruling the world now for for some years. And I don't trust its security as far as I can throw Sergey Brin or anyone at, out of Google. But yeah, today marking the official end of Microsoft's support for IE. Microsoft Edge is a new one, right? Edge. Does anybody use that? I don't know. It's sitting here on the, my start menu. I've never started it. Oh, and there's Opera, too. It looks like Love Opera. 4% of internet users use Edge, um, from what I can tell. Really? Yeah. So they got a ways to go. Hey, party in Redmond. Um, well, so, uh, you know, one great argument for going Apple, it, it used to be, well, it's not as ubiquitous as Internet Explorer, so there's less chance that you're gonna, your security is going to be compromised and all things. Well, now, because of that, more people use Apple um, and all things. That, that's a great reason, by the way, to uh, use a browser, a very stable browser like Opera. O-P-E-R-A. <clears throat> made in made in Norway. Uh, do you ever used mobile opera or? I never PCR? caught opera fever. No. Uh, you know it's what makes it better. Clean. Than... It's fast. It's not loading a bunch of crap on mm-hmm. your like like Google does. It's not it's not hoovering up all my data, um, and and the whole thing. Now, uh, security wise, you know that Apple is going to a thing where they're they're going to be all biometric. They're going to be all uh, retina scan. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, that's scary. I, I, you know what? I'm pretty happy with password and then text me. Yeah, the double authentication yeah. or whatever. Um, Two factor. Or my my favorite one is password and then thumbprint me. Yeah, you know, unless someone cuts my thumb off. Um, you know, if 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 a, if a phone thief. You know, wants to use my DoorDash and murders me and and cuts my uh, thumb off, then they're welcome to it at that point. But uh, anyway, anyway, folks, uh, if if Grandma, Grandpa, or the President of the United States is still using Internet Explorer as of today, there's no more. Wait, it doesn't. They're not supporting it. No, no more official support. In, in other words, if you have it and you're trying to actually use it, it's not going to work. Or you all your is it. Are they pretty much sending all your passwords to your hotmail <laughs> to uh, to Russia? I don't know. Um, is China spying on us through our coffee machine? Some say the answer may surprise you. Uh, back right after the same 770 KTTH.